Hey, hey, what's going on? This is your humble correspondent, John Ross, Marcus Cox, coming back at you with the Way Too Much JMC podcast. And today I'm going to quickly talk about an a article that popped up since I woke up this morning. It's a notification in here where Mike Pence, so the, the Daily Wire headline here was Pence, GOP must choose between conservatism and populism. And when I saw this and I first woke up, I got super excited. I mean, I can't think of any one headline that uh, better describes the sentiment and what I've been talking about for like the last 18 months on here and with uh, legislators and and that kind of thing. Because listen, he's 100% right. The GOP is going to have to make a decision on if it's going to be the party of old what I what I call the country club Republicans, or if it's going to become the new party of the working class, because right now the working class doesn't really have doesn't really have a party, and so it's not the Daily Wire article that I'm going to dig into here with you real quick. It's going to be the it's going to be an article from the AP. So I'm going to show it to you real fast. Here we go. So let's 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 read through this a little bit. So the AP article says Pence rails against Trump's siren song of populism as he tries to energize his 2024 campaign. So as we're going through here, when you hear the word populism, I want you to think pro-worker. I want you to think pro-legal immigration, anti-illegal immigration. I want you to think pro-American. I want you to think American first, America first, not just America as a idea. I'm talking about actual living, breathing, human beings that are American citizens. I want you to think if we're going to spend money as a country, let's spend it on people that actually live in it and support it as opposed to sending it overseas to the war in Ukraine that absolutely none of us even understand what's taking place over there. Okay? I want you to think about the people that you know that that ain't down with the LGBTQI push to indo- and to indoctrinate kids in schools and t- turn little boys into little girls. I want to think about people that ain't down with abortion on demand, that ain't down with the attempt to break down the nuclear family. I want you to think about the people that ain't down with defunding the police. And before you jump to conclusions there, don't assume that I'm talking about white people because... There's plenty of evidence out there that's to, that show that to show and to back up the statement that African Americans ain't ain't down with defunding the police either. I want you to think about people that ain't down with sending jobs to China. People that are not down, ain't down with deregulating, total deregulation of banks and businesses, and ain't down with big pharma and big hospital and vaccine mandates and. All that bullshit. That's what I want you to be thinking about. Okay, so whenever Mike Pence is talking about sounding the alarms of populism, he's talking about sounding the alarms of people that care about the things I just said and not people that care about lowering taxes to 0% and deregulation and uh, all the bullshit that the country clubbers are about. I don't care about corporate tax rates. I really don't. I care about them to the extent that, like, Whatever I don't want them to go above whatever the the, the the figure it can can be 
to where it doesn't destroy the economy. That's about as much as I care about it. So let's read through this. <clears throat> Former Vice President Mike Pence cast the 2024 election as a fight for the future of conservatism and his party as he called on fellow Republicans to reject the siren song of populism championed by former President Donald Trump and his followers. And I, I, I very frequently consider myself a Trumplican. Trump's America First uh, policies aren't part of the Republican Party, then I ain't part of the Republican Party either. Should the new populism of the right seize and guide our party, the Republican Party we've long known will cease to exist and the fate of American freedom will be in doubt, Pence said Wednesday afternoon in what his campaign plugged as a major speech at the New Hampshire Institute of Politics at St. Anselm College. The Republican Party we've long known will cease to exist. Okay, well, let's think about what, what, what are we talking about here? Are we talking about the Republican Party, and he's going to get to this in a second, the, like the Reagan-esque Republican Party. I'm sorry, Republicans. I'm sorry, people that have been drinking the Reagan Kool-Aid for the last 35 years or whatever, how long, how long it's been. The man didn't do as much good as you think he did. I know he said tear down the damn wall. I know he said that. But all you can do is a little bit of research to find out that it wasn't all the... Uh, Rainbows and unicorns with this with homeboy. Okay, his his deregulation of the of the banking industry led to what we what we call uh you know mortgage let's call what are they CDOs. Basically, the pulling together of shit mortgages and then getting them ra- getting them rated as triple A as AAA rated by the ratings agencies and then sold to the average Joe's. Retirement fund, and that's why you ain't got no retirement left. From you in '08, you had a million, and in '09, you had fifty thousand. Okay, the 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 deregulation of the pharmaceutical industry. Have we all forgot about the opioid epidemic and what's went what the, what has transpired with this COVID? nonsense over the last three years and all these shots have been getting to me like if we as, have y'all not have y'all not seen died suddenly if you haven't go watch it are we saying we want this like reagan's war on crime and all that all that stuff if you if you think you want that if you think reagan's war on crime is the same thing as not defunding the police i got news for you like there there's there's no comparisons whatsoever his war on Reagan's war on crime was literally pumping crack cocaine into South Central LA, into black communities, killing people in the black communities. All the while locking people up for selling in those communities, and then all the money. But but then at the same time, all the money being generated from it was being shipped down to South America to fund the war that Reagan wanted to fund. Much like the Ukraine war is the war. Joe Biden and the Democratic Party and the Republican establishment today want to fund. Okay, are we talking about the Reagan Republicans that just thought that employers should be able to run rough shot over employees, make them get shots under threat of firing, be able to fire people? Like, I mean, like, do we really want employers to continue to be able to fire people without even giving them any a reason? I don't need there to be monetary uh, ramifications. I don't need them to be able to give me money at the, on the way out the door. 
But if I'm being fired because of some upper management's malfeasance or uh, lack of ability to manage the company's finances, I deserve to know that. So I can, when I go get another job, I can 100% truthfully say to the next employer, hey, it wasn't my fault that I got fired. They just they were going broke and they, they need to cut they need to cut people. Okay, so if that is the Republican Party that Mike Pence is talking about, and I and I, he flat out says it is, I don't think most of the Trumpian base has any damn interest in keep in like being a part of that. Pence's plea comes at a critical time for his campaign, which has been struggling to build momentum since its launch because it's stupid and nobody gives a shit about it. Four months ahead of Iowa's kickoff caucuses, Trump remains the race's undisputed frontrunner while Pence still polls in single digits. It's because nobody wants to be a part of the country clubbers. Pence, who served four years as Trump's loyal second-in-command, has tried to paint himself as the most conservative candidate in a crowded Republican field, but he is championing policies that have fallen out of favor with many Republican voters who have embraced Trump's anti-establishment rhetoric, protectionist trade policies, and isolationist worldview. Protectionist trade policies means that we don't allow trade that hurts the American citizen, the American worker, American families, actual human beings living and breathing with Blood pumping through their veins right here in this country. Okay, isolationist worldview means that hey, we all it means is we we just we ain't trying to get up in everybody's little family family squabbles. I mean, this may be surprising to some of y'all, but the world is our our country is only two hundred fifty years old. The world itself and the geopolitical landscape elsewhere is not only 250 years old. Most of us have no damn idea what these people over here is even fighting about. We have no idea. I seem to remember the last time we had a little isolationist worldview. It was World War II, and maybe we got involved in it a little late, but once we decided to step in and uh, squash that shit, we did. We had like the, one of the smallest standing militaries on the planet then, I believe. But we answered the call when the time came. If we are to defeat, defeat Joe Biden and turn America around, the Republican Party must be the party of limited government, free enterprise, fiscal responsibility, and traditional, traditional moral values. I'll take the last one. The other, one, the other three are bullshit. Pence argued in his speech. He compared the rights ascendant populism, generally defined as a focus on ordinary people's complaints about big government and so-called elites, to the left's progressivism, calling them fellow travelers on the same road to ruin. Well, the Republican establishment had Congress for most of the 90s. Then we had eight years of George Bush, Republican establishment, in the White House. Then we took back Congress in, what, 2011? And all along the way, we had some pretty bad shit happen. I, can, I don't think anybody would deem any of, those, any of that 25-year span there as being a time about for pro-America policies. We may have thought it was then, but it, but it was just rhetoric. It was the title of the bills they were passing, but not the, not the content of it. 
Pence, who broke with Trump before the storming of the Capitol on January 6, 2021, and refused to go along with his efforts to overturn the results of the 2020 election, continued the more aggressive posture he has taken in recent weeks. He went after the former president repeatedly by name. So basically, he abandoned Trump. Turned his back on him, snitched on him. He says, if we are to, to defeat Joe Biden and turn America around, the Republican Party must be the party limited government. No, if we are, to, if we are to, to defeat Joe Biden and turn America around, the Republican Party must commit to the American working class, which would mean committing to the African-American community, the Hispanic community, working class white communities, Appalachia, Places like Detroit, Cleveland, manufacturing centers. The Republican Party has to commit to, tho to those people. In order to be Joe Biden, it literally is going to have to turn its back on all the old guard bullshit. It's going to have to. Now, I ain't saying that's going to be fun. I'm not going to say that they, they won't, they're not going to come for some of us. They already have. They're already locking people up that wasn't even at the Capitol on January 6th. You already see the Anti-Defamation League going after Elon Musk for anti-Semitism and all that stuff. You already see the COVID, the COVID, the COVID idiots coming out and trying to reinstitute mask mandates and stuff. You already see all that. I ain't saying it's going to be easy. He says that, he quipped that the Republican Party did not begin on a golden escalator in 2015. It references to Trump's campaign launch in New York. You're right, the Republican Party didn't, but by God, the Trumplican Party, Party did. And argued that the former president has abandoned the conservative principles he ran on when Pence was his running mate in 2016. When Donald Trump ran for president in 2016, he promised the governor as a conservative. And together we did. But it's important for Republicans to know that he and his imitators on this Republican primary make no such promise today, Pence said. The truth is Donald Trump, along with his imitators, often sound like an echo of the progressives they seek to replace. So now it's not just the left that's demonizing those of us that care about actual American citizens. Now the, the establishment right is trying to do so by calling us progressives as well. But guess what? The name calling don't matter from either side. I don't care if you call me a progressive Mike Pence. I don't care if the left calls me racist. I don't give a damn. I know what I am. And I believe proofs in the pudding and my actions back up my opinions much more so than uh, Mike Pence's here. The growing faction would substitute our faith in limited government and traditional values with an agenda stitched together by little else than personal grievances and performative outrage. The growing faction that would substitute our faith in limited government and traditional values. Well, here's the here's the issue. Your limited government that you speak of gives doesn't give it gives zero dams about traditional values. All it cares about, all that lim the limited government wing of the party cares about, is money, dollar signs, profits, and very often at the expense of the very Americans 
that hold traditional values, like the black community, like the Hispanic community, like working class white communities. Trump responded on his true social side, accused Pence of going to the dark side after only speaking well of him for years. His advisors have led him down a very bad path, Trump said. The conservative movement and the Republican Party have changed for the better, and nobody wants it to go back to the way it was before, added Trump's advisor Jason Miller. The ideological shift is in part a reflection of changing demographics as the GOP has increasingly become a party of the working class. This is from the AP. While Democrats have attracted college-educated voters, Right-wing populism has also been on the, on the rise across Europe and around the globe in response to factors including globalization and mass migration. Pence, in his speech, called for a course correction accusing Trump and his followers of abandoning U.S. allies abroad with isolationist policies and ignoring the national debt. <laughs> Mike Pence, I don't give a shit about the Ukraine, bro. Shut up with your stupid little white come over. I don't even think it's for real. I think it's painted on your head. Nobody cares. The ideological shift is in part a reflection of changing demographics as the GOP has increasingly become a party of the working class, while the Democrats have attracted college-educated voters. What they're trying to say there, they're trying to make it seem like it's only white people. I got news for them. It's not just white people. Look, if you just look at the screen here, you can see this is from a Fox News poll, support among black voters. In 2020, 91% of black voters uh, approved or you know, said they were going to vote for Joe Biden, while only 8% said Donald Trump. Now, I said it then, I'll say it again now. In order for us to continue winning and for the Republican Party that I want to see emerge as the new Republican Party or the Trump-looking party, is it hinges on our ability and our desire to get out in the trenches and win the war of ideas and show black voters, Hispanic voters, that the Democratic Party has abandoned them. And I'll even make, go, make, go to the next level and say that they, they never even had you back in the first place. But this is a Fox News poll from August, August, 11th through 20, August 11th through 14th of this year. Donald Trump went from 8% black support in 2020 to 20% support in 2023 but that doesn't even tell you the full story because it's, it's showing a 12% swing for Trump but a 30% decrease for Biden which means there are still 19% of voters that either haven't decided if they're for Trump or some other third party candidate but they know for damn sure they're not from Joe Biden so that's the shifting demographic that's the ideological shift is that they're no longer successfully convincing black people that working-class whites are racist against them. And they're no longer able to convince working-class whites that they need to fear the scary black guy. We've cut through that. And that's honestly what I hope my, if I have a legacy when I die, I hope that's what it is, that I help bridge that gap and bring together a new, a new, a new electorate that is working-class whites, African Americans and Hispanic Americans. That's what that that's my hope. Pence in his speech called for a course correction, accusing Trump and his followers of abandoning U.S. allies abroad with isolationist policies and ignoring the national debt. 
Beyond Trump, he criticized Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who is polling in second, for using the power of the state to punish a corporation for taking a political stand that he disagreed with. He didn't use the power of the state to punish them. Previous administrations were using the power of the state to reward them. The tax benefits they were getting were being given to the elites and not to the average Joe, Joe Schmo business owner, which again is very anti-popular. Pop, if, if there's going to be if in populism, if there's going to be tax benefits given to anybody, it's going to be to the average person, the average business owner, the actual small business owner, not the Disney assholes that are out here supporting Dill Mulvaney and all that, all the trans crap. in his ongoing feud with Disney, one of the largest employers in the state. And he attacked tech entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy, who has become a, favor, a favored punching bag as he has risen in the polls for his statements on raising inheritance taxes. Now, I'm, sure, I'm still not sure about Vivek personally. He seems to be saying all the right things and says he would do all the right things, but there, he does have a past connection with Soros, with the Soros Foundation and all kinds of other stuff. So again, the proof's in the pudding. We'll see how, I mean, we'll see how it goes. Pence also accused Trump and his imitators of trying to blatantly erode our constitutional norms, referencing Trump's call last year for the termination of all rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution, over his false claims that the 2020 election was stolen. Again, you're forgetting one thing, Mike Pence. Our constitutional norms were already, all, already, already blatantly violated when all these states unilaterally changed everything that was acceptable and that was legal in, the, in, in those states on how they were collecting votes and how they were counting votes. This isn't a conspiracy theory. This is, this is real. You know, there's already a party that embraces appeasement abroad. There's already a party that would ignore our national debt. Excuse me, brother. Are you kidding about the national debt? You realize that Republicans... All the war, all the war spending, like bullshit you, that you are all in support of, increases the national debt as well. Pence said, adding that this is not conservatism; it's republicanism that prioritizes power over principles. Instead, Pence repeatedly held the example of President Ronald Reagan, arguing the party must return to his model of lim limited government, strong national defense, and traditional social values, including staunch opposition to abortion rights. I can agree with you on the abortion rights stuff. I can agree with him on that. But again, I do think, again, this is what's funny, is I'm, I'm being told I'm not a constitutionalist. But I don't see anything in the Constitution that says the federal government's supposed to talk about that at all. So I get punched from the left and the right when I say that abortion is a state's, a state's issue. And then Every, all 50 states make their decision, and then the first 20 of them that are literally letting people kill babies up to the, up to the point of birth, we got to decide if we're going to be on the same team or not. We might not need to be the United States of America anymore. We might need to be like the United 30 States of America. Republicans face the time for choosing, he said, referencing a famous Reagan speech. The future of this movement, of this great party, belongs to one or the other, not both. That's because the fundamental divide between these two factions is unbridgeable. Thank you, Mike Pence. You are 100% right. Because if we are if we're going to be, 
if the Republican Party is going to be the party of Ronald Reagan, again, that's pumping drugs into poor communities. That's allowing businesses to run roughshod over their employers, employees, I mean. That's going to let banks predatorially lend to poor communities. And it's going to be at war, involved in every single war that happens in Europe, in the Middle East. Brother, that's not a party that my ass wants to be in anyways. I was, well, I was going to finish up the article, but it's it's like two more paragraphs, and it's bull. It's that is it's not important anyway. So, I'll leave you with that. Am I crazy in what I'm saying? Am I crazy in this in the in this thought that maybe this retroactive looking back at the Reagan era and thinking it was amazing is a farce? Am I crazy in thinking that deregulated markets, totally deregulated, may be what caused the mortgage crisis and the opioid epidemic and the crack cocaine epidemic? That maybe politicians talk about this out of their mouth and this out of their mouth. Am I crazy for saying that? I don't think I am. I'd love to hear what you have to say. And... What your uh, rebuttals are, and sure, call me a crazy person. But more than anything, smash that like button, smash the subscribe button, share this bad boy, share the share the channel. I'll run on social media. If this thing's going to be successful, it's going to be because of you. So thanks a lot for listening, and talk talk to you again soon.